You are now listening to season three, episode three. We're not dealing with no negative shit, period. All right? If you got a group of people that you call your friends and shit, and they're not supportive, fuck them hoes. What's up, you guys? It's your girl and I, Ivy, and welcome back to my podcast. As always, thank you guys so much for the love and support and also the feedback and ratings that you guys have on my podcast. I definitely do appreciate it. Um, if you guys recommend my podcast to people who are new to listening to podcasts, um, I have a lot of people that are checking out season one right now and child, <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, I need to re-listen to these episodes because I was different back then. I was just saying whatever the fuck I wanted. Oh. But anyways, um, <laughs> I definitely do appreciate it, you guys. Um, But I just wanted to chit-chat before we get into today's topic about doing what the fuck makes you happy, period, okay? Um, For many of us, I know sometimes we may be overthinking or be in our head a lot or we seek approval or we may be codependent and we're not too confident when it comes to making our own decisions for ourselves. And I'm just here to uplift and encourage you guys to do what makes you fucking happy, period you know a lot of us sacrifice and i use this word very heavily sacrifice our happiness to save face for someone else a lot of us sacrifice our own happiness to maintain a a situation or relationship you know a lot of women will stay in a situation that does not serve them just so they don't have to deal with the outcome of what it is but you are literally (laughs) abandoning your happiness so A lot of us tend to neglect our happiness and not really do what makes us happy. That goes with love, career, um, lifestyle, you know, um, it it plays into so many parts. You know what I'm saying? And I just want to let you guys know that these last couple of months, I've literally have been working on what makes me happy. And it's the smallest things like traveling. You know, 2020 was such a year where we were constrict, like uh, constricted and could not move and go anywhere and socialize and be with our family and friends. And this year, I'm like, I had so many places I wanted to travel for 2020 and I'm going to travel all those places that I said it was on my list this year, you know, period, pandemic or not. <laughs> and, you know, that's part of my own happiness is doing what I said I was going to fucking do. And on top of that, traveling is, it, it makes me happy. I love when I'm traveling and on the go. I realize even though I am a cancer and a homebody, I don't like to be forced to be home. And I've been finding joy just hopping on a flight and just going somewhere for the weekend and hanging out with my friends and just going out to eat. Yo, that shit made me so fucking happy. <laughs> like, I had lunch with my friend and I was like, oh my God, I haven't seen you in like a whole year. You know what I'm saying? So, do what makes you happy. Honestly, if you want to move to a different city, do that. Do Live your life. Like, stop limiting yourself, especially after... 2020 like what (laughs) you know what I'm saying um really dive into your career dive into your love life stop playing it safe you know be a savage when dating you know have some fucking standards sis like really do what makes you happy if you want to, you know, get surgery, do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You want to try hair color out, do that. Do do things that are going to make you happy and also shock you. You'll be surprised when you challenge yourself, especially when it comes to happiness. Challenge yourself. You know what I'm saying? 
Do something that you want to do, you but you just never did it. Do it. See what happens. You're going to be surprised. Like, oh my God, I really did that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I encourage you guys to do it because playing it safe and limiting yourself, it's no fun. It's no fun in that. You know? I'm challenging myself this year. I'm doing things that make me happy. I can't wait to travel out the country and explore and have adventure in my life. I always wanted that. You know what I'm saying? Really analyze and look at your life and, and, and view what do you really want to do? What makes you happy? And make a realistic plan on how you can achieve that. Manifest that. Visualize that. How will you feel when it comes, when you're on this island? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't think about how you're going to get there. Just think about you being there. And I just wanted to say that because, again, a lot of us, we... we we don't do what makes us happy. We do what's convenient. We do what's easy. We do what's necessary. And those things are fine. Don't get me wrong. But this is, we all have one life. And you have to do what makes you happy. You don't want to be in your 60s and 70s on some shoulda, coulda, woulda. Oh, I wish I would have did this when I was younger. Oh, I wish I would have did this before I had kids. Oh, I wish I would have did this when my kids were young. Do it. You have nothing stopping you. Period. After the year we had last year and you survived it, bitch, you better live your life and create that happiness for yourself. Because I know the fuck I am. Shit. <laughs> okay. Like, I know I am. So I, I just wanted to encourage you guys and uplift and pour into your cup and let you know this is a year to do what makes you happy. Period. Don't don't talk yourself out of it. Don't try to, you know, oh, well, I can't. No, you can, sis. Rearrange. Make a plan A. Make a plan B. Figure it out. Yes, you can. You can do whatever you want. Do what makes you happy. You want to change careers? Do that. You feel like the relationship that you're in doesn't serve you? End it. It's not easy. I ain't saying none of this shit is easy because it's not. But what I'm saying is you have to put yourself first. You have to do what makes you happy. You have to. Because you'll sleep better at night. Trust me. Ain't no tossing and turning over here. <laughs> we sleeping like babies over here. Because you got to do what makes you happy, you know? Who wants to live life and be talking about what they should have did? Not me. Do you? Oh, okay. Okay, so we're going to get right into this bad boy. So I went ahead and posted this quote. I did take it off because sometimes I do like to archive just in case it don't go with my flow and my pics. You know what I'm saying? If you guys do not follow me on Instagram, girl, what is you doing at the Annihilator period? Okay, so the post says you get the best version of me when I feel safe around you. If I'm not soft or submissive with you, I don't trust you. My femininity flourishes in healthy environments. I protect that version of me because I've spent so much time healing and preserving that version of myself. What? I had to do the snaps. Yes. And I felt this post so much because as an alpha woman, you know, we tend to come off as like super strong or super like opinionated or however people like to view alpha women. But I just wanted to say to my alpha women listeners, I love you. <laughs> Don't ever change. Okay. Um, <laughs> you just scare, you just scare off the little boys that don't deserve you. Okay. Um, but anyways, I say that to say, um, I've always felt like I struggled 
with being vulnerable or uh, being feminine when it comes to the opposite sex. And when I read this post and it said, you know, I need to feel safe around you. Just because you could vibe with somebody and you could be intimate doesn't mean you feel safe emotionally around them. Where you want to unleash your secrets and your deepest emotions and pour, you know. It's crazy how you can have sex with somebody, be in a relationship, and still not feel comfortable enough to show another side of yourself. It's very scary. A lot of women are in relationships like that. Where, you know... They think they're close to their partner. In reality, they're really not. You know what I'm saying? Like, an emotional connection with your partner is way more powerful than a physical connection. Having that understanding and respect for each other is so much more powerful than just have a sexual, physical connection. Like, oh, I'm sexually attracted. Okay, that's great. (laughs) You could be sexually attracted to anybody. No shade. Um, But when you have that deep emotional connection where you and your person see each other eye to eye, that shit is powerful. And there's no denying that connection. So I just wanted to say that. Um, also, too, let me, let me still dissect this, 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 this post. Um, if I'm not soft or submissive with you, I don't trust you. I felt that. You know, um, I learned in my last relationship that I wasn't... Uh, how do I say this? Um, I wasn't... As romantic as the person that I am, I'm very romantic. I love to cater to my partner. I love to do nice, sweet shit when I'm in love, you know? As an alpha woman, we could come off as very, like, headstrong and, you know... But, like, my soft side, I'm a cancer. So my soft side is mad soft. Like, you could squish me, I'm like... <laughs> like, mad soft. And it's crazy because someone does have to make me feel comfortable in order for me to show that side. And that goes with being vulnerable. And I'm going to read what vulnerability means. I Googled it and I don't like the definition. I'm like, this is mad scary. All right. So I'm going to read the Google definition of vulnerability. All right. So it says the quality or state of being exposed to the possibility of being attacked or harmed, either physically or emotionally. And, I don't like this definition because to me it's negative. Um, For me to think that someone would possibly harm me and use that against me makes me not want to open up to somebody, you know? And this is why vulnerability is such a, like, scary thing for many of us where we don't want to be vulnerable, you know? And, And it's sad because a lot of us will miss a beautiful connection because we're not vulnerable we're not open we're not expressing ourselves we're not sharing our true emotions we're not really saying how we feel you know because we're afraid of being vulnerable it's it sounds so crazy like that this is the damn definition like oh my god (laughs) that makes me scared you know what I'm saying to be vulnerable and I just I, I don't agree I feel like being vulnerable is beautiful Especially when someone is creating a safe space for you to be vulnerable. When you trust that person with your feelings and your secrets and your trauma, because they're not going to use it against you. You know what I'm saying? That goes into reading people's energy and reading between the lines on who you can uh, share things with. You know, not everybody is worthy of obtaining information about you. Who is the lucky one to see you vulnerable? That's the beauty of it all. Who do you feel safe with? to to you know 
um, share things about you. That's beautiful to me. Being vulnerable, opening up your heart chakra to someone, opening up your heart, your body, your mind, your soul to somebody you honestly trust and feel safe with. That is being vulnerable. So it's just crazy how vulnerability is the possibility of being attacked or harmed. Oh, my God. (laughs) That sounds mad scary. (laughs) So I wanted to go ahead and read some of these comments. Um, Someone said, if a person doesn't trigger my happiness, then they are disturbing my peace. Okay, that is a fact. Um, he got to be a man, man. I need to feel like he can lead. If not, I'll walk all over him. Oh yeah, definitely. I definitely do agree with that. Um, you know, a man also has to create a space for where a woman is herself and a man is himself, meaning his position is solid because as an alpha woman, we can intimidate men who are not too sure of their manlyhood or not too sure of themselves where we may say things or our position in the world or our careers may intimidate them. And I say that to say you don't have to dim your light to make any man feel worthy of being next to you. Either he needs to step up or he need to move around. Okay. So yeah, definitely do agree with that. Um, let me see what else someone said. Someone says, heavy on the security and stability, mentally to financially. Okay, I know that's right. Yeah, another thing too, I don't know why men get so triggered when a woman says they want a man who is financially stable. Period. Like, um, if I can do battle by myself, what makes you think I want to fuck with you if you ain't got it like that? Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, being vulnerable um is a scary thing and a lot of you guys agree that being vulnerable is scary and I think I just wanted to change the narrative when it comes to being vulnerable I think you need to be picky with who you're being vulnerable with who is showing you that they are worthy of receiving this different side everybody don't deserve to see that side I'm just gonna keep it real you know my last relationship really taught me that I'm way more loving than what I show because I I don't have a comfortable space to be the loving cancer woman that I am because the person that I was with didn't make me feel comfortable to submit myself, didn't make me feel comfortable to be my soft self. I had to be on edge. I had to have my wall up. I had to, you know, talk back. I had to be defensive. I had to check the, like that shit is stressful. When you really want love, pure, genuine love, it ain't all that bullshit. It ain't all that ghetto shit, you know? When, when you see love, you feel it. You know what it is, and you know what the fuck be stressing you out. So I feel like vulnerability is not a negative thing, and we got to change our mindset when it comes to that. When someone really, truly shows you that it is okay for you to be vulnerable. And another thing too, yes, being vulnerable does have a dark side, meaning that person could really take advantage of your ass. You know, you be out here all in your feelings. <laughs> but I feel like, you know, there's good and bad to everything, whether that's love, finance, you know, it, it, it is what it is. But you cannot talk yourself out of feeling a connection that could be divine or for you and I don't want any of you guys to do that because you're afraid to be vulnerable or you're afraid to open up you're afraid to let a new nigga in let that new nigga in sis but have discernment read the flags you know really make a list of what you like and don't like you know put your foot down speak up 
A lot of women don't know how to be vocal about what it is that they like and don't like. I don't give a fuck if I come off as a bitch to a new dude I'm entertaining. I'm letting you know I ain't playing no games. Period. Because you ain't about to be walking all over me like a doormat. Because the last bitch was a vocal. I'm vocal. (laughs) Okay? So a lot of y'all need to be vocal about what it is that you demand as a woman. Instead of complaining about the man you're dating and what he's not doing. There's a difference. Because somebody else would do what your nigga ain't doing. And that's just on period. So I just wanted to say that. Because, um, (laughs) what you won't do, somebody else will. So don't ever get it twisted. So don't ever get it twisted. So this is the Girl Talk portion of this podcast. As you guys know, you guys can send me an email. If you guys follow me on my Instagram, there's an email button. You guys can click that. Subject at Girl Talk. Include your age and keep it anonymous. So this email says, Hey, Anaya, I love your personality and just your vibe and what you stand for. Listening to you is like having a big sister I've never had. I'm 25 years old and I have been trying to heal and work on loving myself and growing into my best self. With the topic of vulnerability, I honestly think so much about being with my special future person. I just don't know how to be open to being vulnerable when that time comes. I really want to continue doing the work and becoming more solid with myself, but I can't help but think I don't know if I know um, how to be my true authentic self when it comes to that special person. What advice can you give? Don't, I would say, um, and thank you, babes. I appreciate it. Um, I would say don't focus too much on how you're going to be when you are in a relationship with somebody focus on you focus on being vulnerable with yourself meaning you know start journaling start writing down your feelings and your emotions really unlocking trauma because when you do get in a relationship and you are with someone that is for you it is easy to express because you've already expressed it with yourself you know like you want to you want to make sure that you unlock things within yourself before you unlock it in front of someone else it's like practicing for a speech you know for anybody who's in college or do public speaking you want to kind of practice and go over that speech before you get up in front of everybody and, and, and recite that speech so I say that to say if you guys are healing and working on yourself and you know working on being vulnerable be vulnerable with yourself because when you're vulnerable with yourself in my opinion it is easy to be vulnerable and and be your authentic self in a relationship all right so the next email says hey beautiful i am a 20 year old cancer my ex is an aquarius he has recently been trying to slide his way back into my life and i don't know what to do anaya girl yes you do (laughs) okay so she says my heart wants to give him one last chance for what for what what did drake tell us a couple of summers ago you got to be nice for what? Nice for what? <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> she says, but everyone around me hates him and does not want me near him because of his past mistakes. He was in my life for almost six years. He was my first boyfriend and pretty much the only boyfriend. Yeah, you're 20 years old. Um, 
She says, I want to give him one last chance, but I know I have to be smart and think about what's really good because I have three jobs. I graduated college and paid it off all by myself. I know that's right. She says, I'm asking myself, do I really need him? No. (laughs) She says, but it's so hard to let it go. And also because this man has done so much to me that I really don't know. This is the first time he contacts me in two months because I had completely cut him off and didn't let him have access to me. I thought I was healed because I wasn't thinking about him anymore. To sum up a few things he did to me, he... Bought my cousin's OnlyFans and friends' OnlyFans. Ooh, child. Knowing she was my friend and knowing she was my cousin. He also hit up girls asking them for pictures. He also let me... Um, he also left me when he took my pearl. She's talking about her virginity. Eventually he came back, lol. But anyways, I know he was hurt. I know he has hurt me, but I don't know what to do because he says he feels like a terrible person as he fucking should for everything he did that he's going to do everything it takes to win me back he could get hit by a bus that ain't gonna happen um but i just don't know my heart tells me things will be different this time around but my brain is telling me to not be stupid and let it go please help um i'll let the universe talk through you okay Woochow, you're 20 years old, this is your first boyfriend, you lost your virginity, of course you're not completely over him, which is very understandable, but at the same time, you have to have some form of self-respect for you as a young woman, and you have a lot of great things going for yourself, congratulations on, you know, paying for college and working and things like that, I don't know what this young man has going for himself, but it seems like you have a lot of things going for yourself. You do not have to settle for the disrespect because all these things that you mentioned is disrespect. The it's it's like yeah, the abandonment. Like he left your ass after he, you you know y'all had sex and you you lost it to him. Excuse me. And he it's so many things he's done. So I'm just confused on why you're even negotiating your heart and your mind when it comes to making a decision. You know, does the good outweigh the bad or does the bad outweigh the good? And at the end of the day, and I'll tell this to any woman outside of this woman, you have to make the best decision for yourself. You know what I'm saying? And and I think it's great that you have family and friends that love you and care about you that are letting you know this person does not need to be in your life. You know what I'm saying? We all want to see the good in people. We all want to see um, change in people. But sometimes you have to elevate and glow and grow without this person. They can watch you from a distance. And they be like, damn, I once had that girl. And then they be talking to their friends and they be like, damn, bro, what happened? I fumbled the ball and fucked up. Let him be that fool that tells another man that he fucked up with you. And let you move on with your life, sis. Let you glow and progress and do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? You don't need to go backwards to see if this person and give another ch- another chance to do what? Play games? Another chance for you to be hurt? I just went through that shit trying to give a nigga a chance. I ain't had to do that shit. And I'm saying that from experience. Another chance for what? <laughs> to do what? Play? Play you? Be disrespectful? You don't give another person the disrespect. You don't give a person another chance to uh, manipulate you. You don't give a person another chance to keep showing you who they are. When somebody shows you who they are, that's exactly who the fuck that person is, and you have to believe it.
Okay, so the next email says, Hey, Anaya, first, I love your life. Girl, my life is so ghetto. <laughs> she says, Thank you for having these um, avenues for us. Please give me advice on what I should do. She says, I'm 22 and in a complicated, long-distance military relationship. My ex broke up with me because we are, were long-distance and our communication was lacking. Then he had a one-night stand with another woman. We had broken up before because it wasn't working. After breaking up then, I had sex with another guy, and he had sex with another female. We decided to try again after that. This time, sex only happened on his part, and me not knowing what happened, I kept trying to get back with him, and he was acting like... Um, he was still for it. He finally told me what he did, and now that everything is on the table, it's a matter of will we proceed or not. I loved him because as a whole, he is a good guy. Um, when we were together, we had so much fun, and we clicked. She says he was he was loyal, he was a truthful person, and he knows me so well. Do you think um, we've just been tripping because of the distance? She says one year plus apart due to military, or we're just hurting each other. Please help. Um, yeah, it's it, it sounds like emotional sabotaging. Like, you know, um, if you guys both are wanting a physical person in front of you, why sabotage and, and damage each other emotionally? by trying to have this connection still go on if you guys are both having sex with other people. <laughs> for that, just be fucking friends. Or for that, just just do you and let him do him. And if you guys are supposed to be like that, it'll be like that. But yeah, you guys are hurting each other because what you're doing is now forming trauma. So when you get in a relationship with somebody else and that person may be distant, you may be triggered because you're like, hold on, I just was in a relationship that was similar like this. You don't want that to occur. So I definitely do recommend you put your foot down on what you will accept and not accept. If you're having sex with other people and he's having sex with other people, what the fuck are y'all doing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it sounds like you're holding on to a possibility. You're holding on to hope. Those, those things are not solid. Those things are not foundational. Those things are not permanent. You know, you can't hold on to potential. You can't hold on to what if. You can't hold on to it might be. That's not solid enough for you to emotionally hang around. So I'm going to pull out an oracle card and a tarot card. I do like to do this on this podcast just to see what the vibe is for the month. Um, I will say before I read the definition of the card I pulled, um... The month of May has to do with a lot of changes. And these changes are not going to be very comfortable for a lot of people just because a lot of us don't like change. You know, a lot of us like a routine. This is what I'm used to. This is what I know. Um, but change is the unknown. You know, when you change your attitude or you change uh, your address or it's it's scary. You know, it's, it's again, it goes with being vulnerable. You know, the unknown, the this could go wrong, this can happen, but a lot of major changes are going to be happening for a lot of people, whether that be with career change, like completely change, like you could be getting a side hustle that you never thought you would really be doing, and now you're going to be doing it for the month of May. You could be moving into a new apartment, a new state, major change like that, where you're like, you know, changing your environment, because no, no tea, no shade, your environment does inspire you to work. You know what I'm saying? If you live in a toxic area or, or, or home, you may need to change your environment to uplift your energy and things like that. So there's going to be a lot of major changes for a lot of people for the month of May. 
like a lot of changes. And again, number five, if you're into spiritual numbers, five, five, five represents change. So yeah. And also too, today is May 11th and we do have a new moon in Taurus. So a lot of things you want to, uh, attract into your life, you may want to manifest. So that's also a bonus <laughs> with the month of May. So anyways, I'm going to read what this card represents. And I got the material and spiritual prosperity. So this is a really great card. It says the number six physical card represents a peaceful and a time where problems seem to actually disappear. A sudden bonus pay raise or even a promotion could be in the offering. It could be expected to arrive out of the blue. This card may also signify a group that has worked and strive towards success on a common goal. A time of prosperity, balance, and harmony in your physical and spiritual existence is showing you that the practice of giving and receiving will bring you true riches. Look into your life and see where you can spread spiritual and physical wealth. Is there a person or a favorite charity that would welcome an act of kindness right now? Practice generosity, child. (laughs) Gratitude and compassion so that you can continue to prosper in all areas of your life. So basically, this is like good karma. You know, what you put out is what you receive. And I just said that about relationships and meaning what you're attracting and things like that. So with that being said, many of you guys will see great things coming because you've been doing great things. You know what I'm saying? You may have been applying yourself in areas and now you're going to be getting the rewards of it. So that's amazing for who that applies to. Um, Also, um, if you guys have any questions, any questions that you're thinking about, like, oh, I don't know if I should do this, or I don't know about this guy, or I don't know about this, and if you're unsure, I pulled out the angel message card, and it says meditation brings answers. Um, Meditation is super important because it allows you to clear your mind and also open up your third eye. Many people who may be clouded with judgment, meaning they're not too sure, they're very indecisive, they don't know how to make their own decisions, they don't know how to think for themselves, so they're like thinking, oh, what do you think? No, you need to meditate. Meditation is key when you are trying to figure out or find an answer for yourself on what you should do, how you should move, how you should go about it. Meditation is key. So I'm going to read what this card represents. Um, Meditation brings answers. Try to come up with an intellectual answer to your concerns have been successful hasn't been successful that's because your solutions you see can only be found by going within through meditation and inner spiritual work you may also gather insights from your nighttime dreams as you as your subconscious creates solutions for you that are not available to you in the walking mind so yes making sure you tap in with yourself you know um connecting on a spiritual level on what you should do So meditation is key for anybody who may have um, questions or concerns about something. Meditation is key. And for those who don't like to meditate, pray. Pray about it. Ask God to send you a sign. Ask God to, uh, you know, let you see something for what it is. Pray about it. If If you have something going on currently in your life and you don't have the answers to it, pray about it. Meditation is just a form of relaxing your mind so you can think and focus. You know, I feel like there's so many forms and layers of meditation. For example, walking on a treadmill, that exercising is great for the mind because it allows you to think clearly. If your mind is, is, is scattered, 
and you're all over the place, take a walk. Take a walk. Meditation is just relaxing. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of us don't know how to relax. <laughs> this is why we don't know how to make decisions. A lot of us are very impulsive with making decisions. So if you're going through something currently in your life, take a moment. Meditate. Pray. Go for a walk. The answer will come to you. Okay, so I went ahead and used the secret language of light. I really love this Oracle deck because it gives you uh, meditation homework. And I'm like, ooh, yeah. So um, the card that I pulled for you guys is expansion. And this card is so beautiful. It really is. Um, it's purple. It has stars. And it looks like this person's chakra is aligned. So I'm excited to read what this has to say. Um, it says travel at your own speed of light. Are you keeping up with your life and all you want to create? Or are you holding yourself back with what ifs and buts? Ain't that crazy? I just talked about this at the beginning of this episode <laughs> about doing what makes you happy. That's crazy. Um, you limit your life through your beliefs. Everything you say and everything you do becomes true for you and is the platform on which you build your life. The playing field of life is unlimited and loving. You are unlimited, loving, and have a wonderful part of creation. You are perfect right here, right now. You are different and therefore think differently to last week, last year, and last decade. And yet you will always be you. What you are observing is your view. It is neither right nor wrong. But a way to become clearer about what you like and don't like so you can choose what to focus upon. The events and experiences of your life will grow in meaning as your consciousness expands. Learn to focus and dance in time with the energy and speed of your desires and they will arrive easily in surprising and satisfying ways. Ooh, yes. Okay, so this is the inspired reflections and actions upon this expansion card. So it says, what are you putting off because you feel time poor? Do what you love. Time will expand and your day will flow. Action does not make things happen on its own. Your actions are the way you participate in what you have created with your vibrational focus. Take a piece of paper at the bottom of the page, draw a cross in the center, um... This is where you are now. Draw a cross in the center of the top of the page. This is where you want to go or be. The piece of paper and the distance between the two crosses represents a linear time and space. Now fold the paper in half and bring the two crosses together. Now there is no distance between them. You can feel the way you want to right now. By folding the piece of paper, you and your desires occupy the same space. Can you feel it? It says journal work. You can either draw or write about three ways you can feel your dreams and desires right now. For example, by being present and feeling joy or noticing what is going well in your life. So just take a moment to reflect and give thanks and be grateful. Gratitude is the attitude. So I do encourage you guys, if you are in that space to, you know, focus on that and work on that and write things down and draw what makes you happy.